What's up? Welcome to episode 61 of Throwback Hoops. My name is Rob Clayton and joining me once again is Woody V. How's it going, mate? How was the trip? The trip was great, Robbie. It's good to be back. Uh, great episode to see the Claytons team up last week. I was listening to it in my hotel room in India and uh, put a smile to my face, man. So it's, it's good to be back in the chair. Good to hear. And just like how I mentioned at the start, if anyone was playing Where's Wally, uh, Where's Woody, should I say? Yeah. I heard that. I heard that. I think I, I put up a picture of myself on, on Twitter and replied to you when you posted the episode, right? So if <laughs> nice. people wanted to find me. How, how, how was the trip? Everything went well? Yeah, it was great, man. Um, you know, I ate everything there. You know, you know, they say when you go to India, be a bit, or those kind of countries, be a bit careful what you eat. And I suffered a little bit for it, but uh, no, yeah, all good, man. Rumors that you might have got some deli belly. <laughs> definitely, there, definitely. In Delhi yeah, as well, no, bro. Yeah. No. We won't get into that, but yeah. Nice. Well, good to hear you made it back safely, mate. So, Thanks, all right, well, just before we get into it, just a reminder where to find us. Please make sure you like, rate, and subscribe on YouTube, or if you're listening to the audio where all podcasts are found. Um, all right, let's get straight into it and show some jerseys. You're wearing a, a guy that I know uh, very well. I love this guy, Wood. So why don't you to stand up and uh, we'll talk a little bit about this uh, Dallas Mavericks player. Yeah, cool. No worries, Robbie. Just a sec. The Woods are standing up rocking the number 31 Dallas Mavericks, Jason Jet Terry jersey. So, of course, a, a former Atlanta Hawk. I have Rocky's Hawks jersey on the show before, but yeah, like yeah. that one, Woods, and the matching say, hat, of course. I've got the, the champion 2011 Dallas Mavericks hat with the with the trophy just underneath the brim. I believe you have the same like a, cap, right? I do. I've only got about probably eight caps in the collection, so pretty random I've got that same one there. Yeah. And I did it a little bit differently last time with my Kevin Durant jersey, right, and asked you something um, completely you know, left field. So I just, just wanted to honour this 2011 Dallas Mavericks team because, as you said, I know you've worn the Jason Terry jersey before and gone through his accolades, but um, so I won't go through them again. But this is such a great team. So many veterans uh, at the end of their careers put together at the right place at the right time. What do you remember about that 2011 championship over the, the Heatles in their first year, right? Yeah, that's right. They had a great camaraderie, didn't they? Everyone sort of seemed to play well. Yeah, they had the, the mix of some veterans. They had some younger guys. And I think that was really the time that Dirk sort of showed just how amazing a player he was, right? But um, no, they had a lot of great players, obviously. Um, and Tyson Chandler was really important from memory in that, that championship series yep. as well. And um, Jason I think a lot. Jason Kidd, I think a lot of neutral fans were going for Dallas in that series yeah. as well, right, after what Miami sort of did that season there. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that team, hence me sort of buying that hat, which I wouldn't normally do for a non-Hawks. Peja Stojakovic on his last legs. Mm. I think Deshaun Stevenson would have been on that team as well, well right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, um, also, Dirk has been in the country for the last few weeks, mm. uh, touring around, doing um, various different speaking commitments, and he's spoken a lot about that specific team shout out to chris anstey who actually brought him out here and uh he's done that with a few other players and um organized some sort of um sort of motivational speeches and speeches about their careers and stuff touring around the country and i believe he's going to bring a few more players out there it's nice to see them together they're only teammates for one season in dallas um yeah, yeah, shout out to Jason I, Terry. Yeah, shout out to nice. I wish my bank, um, my bank balance is a little bit healthier, and I might have tried to have got to one of those Dirk shows. There, I know they're pretty, pretty pricey. Those sort of things. Were they? Uh, yeah, uh, I think so. And you go there and get something signed. It would have been great to do. But um, anyway, yeah, great. He's, he's obviously a fan of Australia, isn't he? Because he came out here after they they lost the championship, I believe. Yep. And he was feeling yep. a bit down sort of that year. So no, I like that one, Woods. Nice. Um, the he nice did catch up with hat. Ryan Burke. Broke off when he was here as well, which is nice. To yeah, see. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I, he had a good, um, good 
good sit down interview with Kane Pittman as well. Yeah, that's terrific. You've seen that one? That was yeah, good, wasn't it? That terrific. One? Yeah, yeah. So, nice one. All right, well, I'll talk about my one. So it's Nick Van Exel Day today, Woods. Um, Nick the Quick. Don't Nick trip. Someone we both like, and I think, to be honest, most people like this guy, right? Back in the 90s, he was a bit of a, a cult sort of player there. So, um, look, hanging behind me is a very, very random um, Portland Trailblazers white Nike throwback jersey. So, pretty random on that one. Random, um, bro. Random. It's actually a Reebok one, my mistake. It's a Reebok one, so it's even yeah. ra- more random there. And a very random number as well, right? I mean, I know you're not the big number sort of um Yep. Well, like I am, but you do not normally see a number 19 there. So, um, look, I'll just stand up and then show you the one I'm wearing, and I'll talk a little bit about Nick the Quick. Iconic jersey Robbie's wearing, Nick the Quick, number nine, Los Angeles Lakers, Van Exel, champion, classic jersey there. I was just telling Robbie earlier that I had the yellow one, and he's got the purple one, but it's an iconic jersey I was saying, Robbie. Hey, Woods, before I talk about this one, I've actually got all my champion jerseys. I think there's oh, there's about 250 of these champion-type jerseys. Yep. I've got in a wardrobe. Um, the the hanger on the wardrobe collapsed the other day. So I heard this really loud noise. I'm like, what is that? I went to the wardrobe, and every one of these 250 jerseys that's on a hanger had basically collapsed and fallen into this cupboard. So I was very, very annoyed and very upset. It was also a really hot day, and I had no air conditioning. So I attempted to fix it for about probably two hours, I think, on Saturday night. Finally managed just to to get the thing back up there. But every morning I've been waking up this week and kind of just opening this cover just to make sure they're all still hanging there. So touch wood, that'll um, continue to last there. But um, Being being a perfectionist and a connoisseur with all your memorabilia, I'm not surprised, bro. And, and that, that fan is on right now because I take it your air conditioning is still not fixed. Is that, is that right? Two more weeks I don't have it. So I do apologize <laughs> if that fan's annoying for everyone. But if I don't have that on, I'm probably going to be sitting there in a pool of sweat and that wouldn't be a good look. So <laughs> nice. Well, look, a little bit about Nick the Quick. So as you said, um, rocking his purple Lakers champion. Um so, yeah, look, he played um, 14 seasons in the NBA after getting drafted by the Lakers at pick 37 in the 93 draft out of Cincinnati. So I think I might have mentioned before when they used to have those Friday night um, NCAA games on ABC, I remember watching um, Cincinnati and seeing this guy and just being kind of mesmerised by him straight away just with his his style and everything there. So, um, yeah, Nick, Nick the Quick played in the West his entire career, actually. So having stints with the Lakers, Nuggets, Mavericks, Warriors, Blazers and Spurs. So, well, that was a bit random, playing on all those teams and never Can playing you, for... you a, say Mavericks there as well? Yeah? yeah, yeah, Mavericks, yeah. Warriors, well, Blazers really, and Spurs. Yeah. yeah, so, um, look, his accolades were he was an NBA All-Star in 1998. Um, he was also an All-Rookie second team. Um, and as I sort of mentioned before, someone certainly had a really big cult following um, in his career. I think Junior probably the flashy way he played. Also, I think a little bit because of his catchy name. What do you reckon, Woods? Um, Definitely. It's not a name that I think anyone's ever seen before. And it's not to be um, confused with the Microsoft Office um, product as well, of course. But, um, yeah, and um, look, um, anyone that hasn't seen his his game, when I was doing the research for this, I actually queued up some YouTube highlights there. Amazing. I mean, if you can get sort of past the standard definition thing that obviously all these highlights are in sort of thing, just some amazing plays. He had that sort of dribble where he'd sort of stop on a dime and sort of hesitate and then drive past and that and just so flashy around the ring. And I think his left hand has always looked good. So um, he's now 51, Woods. Um, of course, someone that you and I see all the time being that he's a Hawks assistant coach. So, yeah, someone that's obviously still sort of relevant there. And, yeah, I think someone I've wanted to sort of rock this double jersey combo for a while. So today's the day. So no bobbleheads, unfortunately, Woods. But, you know, I've got his Blazers jersey there. So I think that might be a rare enough one. Yeah, just on him while you're, while you're speaking about him. You mm. know, Snoop Dogg, in his song, Hoop Dreams, in his song, he, he raps about Nick Van Exel being one of his heroes and mm. um, having a poster of him on his wall and things like that. And then you see an interview with 
on the, on the on the most recent Lakers Dynasty documentary with Snoop. And Snoop nice. talks about during his playing years, like he's kicking with Nick, and they used to go back to you know to his place and do all sorts of things. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. oh, I'm sure <laughs> during and his I'm, playing days. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure as well. And Jay Z throws um, throws his yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does too. Yeah, as I said, so he had the cult following, not just with the fans, but obviously with all the you know the famous hip hop stars. And yeah, I think I dropped that verse. That would be I think you might have crazy in love before, right? I'm sure you did a great job of it too. Thanks, bro. Awesome. All right, well, let's get into it. Obviously, um, okay. this is the part we sort of like doing each year, but we're going to name our all-star reserve picks. Um, yep. So for those that sort of weren't sure, the um, starters were actually named last week. And it's a little bit confusing because all these guys get named, but then they could end up being playing on different teams. So still yep. getting a little bit used to the, the format there. Obviously, it's going to be Team LeBron and Team Giannis again this year. But Can I just, just say for I those... don't like that, man? Hmm. I don't like that. It should be West versus It's a bit East. weird. I agree. There's a I rich agree. history surrounding that, you know? But anyway, yep. that's, an, that's another topic. No, another day. They just yeah. tend, tend to to make all these different changes, and I believe they're picking their rosters like on the the same the, on game day as well this year, would so you know before they picked it, and so I think it's going to be like a couple of hours they're going to do like a schoolyard sort of pick'em type thing, but that seems even more strange as well. But um, in terms of the starters, so the East were Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, and Giannis. Um, look a pretty strong five there. You know there could have been consideration for for MB there, but yep. I think they've sort of got it pretty right there. Um, and obviously we should say as well, it's a bit of a mix of the fan votes um, and also um, coaches as well, I believe, vote for these. Um, again, they probably change all the time. I think that's the way they do it. Um, in the West, um, it was Curry, Luca, LeBron, Zion, which is probably a bit of a surprise. Big given surprise. He you know, had his usual injuries there and the Joker. Um, so they're actually going to name the reserves this Friday, Woods, I think, during the, the telecast on TNT. So what they're going to do is name seven reserves, you know, East and West. As I said, they may um, end up playing on different teams depending on what happens with that pick there. But what I thought we'd do, Woods, we might name our seven, yep. plus maybe maybe a couple of snubs for each conference there. I know I had a lot of problems um, picking the East team there. There was a lot of guys that I felt was a snub there. So why don't you give me your East reserves and snubs there, Woods, and then I'll go after you. Yeah, sure. So I'm allowed... Two backcourt players, three frontcourt players, and then a couple of miscellaneous ones, correct? I wasn't that strict with that, to be honest. I kind of just went seven. I think it ended up that way. But yeah, that's the way I've done it. All right. So in my, on, on the East, for starting with the East, I got Tyrese mm-hmm. Halliburton, right? Much deserved. James Harden, who I think has had a pr- bit of an underrated season this year, right? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then I've gone with Jalen Brown, Joel Embiid, who I actually thought should have been in the starting lineup. Your boy, Julius Randle, right? So we're five for five so far. We haven't. We must say we haven't sort of compared sort of our our teams here. So Julius Randle, great pick. Anyway, got okay. And then I've got Bam Adebayo and Drew Holiday, who who always gets mm. overlooked, right? And he's having a quietly a great season out in Milwaukee. So yeah. I, I think he he deserves some recognition for that, right? Um, he hasn't played an All Star game since when he was with Philly, right? Yeah, I know. Like, Under Doug Collins, Ryan. I think it was a yeah. long time ago now. A long, right? long so, time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, give, I mean, me, give me a snubs. Yeah. yeah, so Jalen Brunson had a terrific season. You know, I really yeah. thought long and hard about him or your boy Julius Randle. I had to include one of the New York Knicks. And New York's having a, a, a decent season, man. So I thought one of those players has, has to be rewarded. So I yeah. thought Julius Randle just. Pascal Siakam, he hasn't been very mm-hmm. efficient, but he's averaging 25, 8, and 6, right? Yeah. And if he's able to do that for the rest of this year and maintain those averages, he'll be the 10th player in NBA history to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to think. But Toronto is, you know, in mediocrity. He isn't very efficient in, in, in his, with those numbers. So he's a snub just despite putting up those good numbers. Yeah. And then I would just, a little snub be a Kyle Kuzma man. Having a mm-hmm. great year, Kyle Kuzma, right? Yeah. And, you know, he's, 
he's just taking from a role play. He's taking to his game to another level where he's. I mean, uh, fair the call. best player on that team, right? Yeah, he was someone I can uh, I considered definitely. He was kind of on that next list of a snuff for me. Yeah. So look, I had those first same five as you there would. So the five okay. that we agreed on were Brown, Embiid. Halliburton, Randall, and Harden. I totally agree with what you said with Harden. I think a lot of people have probably underrated what he's actually done this year. Yeah. I think he's been been sort of been very good this year. Um, good. So the two that I did different for you. Um, so I had um, so I had Siakam in my team. Um, okay. He's dropped off a little bit from the way he started, but yeah, I think I don't want to sort of penalise his team as much as they have been a disappointment. And really, I've said it before, gone under the radar. Everyone talks about you know the Hawks or the Knicks or anything else like that. You know, they're big. Um, you know, big sort of um, expectations for Toronto this yep. year, and they've, they've been pretty ordinary. Um, so, yeah, I had Siakam, and for my last guy, I'm not going to shock you, am I? I had ice trade, right? So yeah, I thought about yeah, it a lot yeah. there. Um, look, the guy's averaging 27 and 10 woods. His percentages are down a little bit. Um, I like the way the Hawks have played of late, and, and look, I, to be honest, I think he does deserve to make it. Whether he does make it, that's another story there. Um, I thought there was a lot of strong point guards or, you know, little guards in general in the East. So I agree. So my snubs, I actually had four snubs there. I was, took a little bit of a liberty okay. in that next one. So I had Jalen Brunson um, as a snub. I would have loved to have got him in there. I really like the way he's playing. He had another amazing game today. So for me, it came down to him and Trey. Um, in terms of Holiday, I sort of had him on that next list with Kyle Kuzma, so not on my immediate snubs. Um, but there was one guy that I'm, I'm surprised you didn't have with. I'm not sure if I just overlook this guy, but what about Darius Garland? Yeah, I mean, mentioned him on the snubs. I mean, yeah. I think I actually I'm almost certain he will make the team. So I'm going to put it out there yeah. now. He will make the team um, this year. I but... don't think he will. And I did I did consider him. He did mm. miss quite a few games as well. Um, yeah. What What did he play? I think 34 or 35 out of. Let's 50, have a gentleman's yeah, bet, Woods, yeah, to yeah. see whether he makes it. Or, you know, um, uh, maybe a drink or something like that. I reckon he will make it. But the other ones I had there. Um, much as I'm not a massive fan of the guy, I had Jimmy Butler on the snub list, so I thought maybe it was fair to have a Miami guy. Obviously, you had Bam in your team. I didn't have Bam on my yep. on my snub list there. Um, and the other one I had was DeMar DeRozan. Um, yeah, fair I think enough. You could also say similar to Siakam, another team that's been pretty disappointing this year. I think he's putting up really good numbers, very efficient numbers across the board there. So, um, yeah, did you find the, the East a bit harder to pick than the West yeah. as well? Or? Yeah, definitely. Actually, looking at Darius Garland, man, he's played 44 out of 51 games. Yeah, he'll make it. 21.8 points, 8.1 assists, shooting 40% from... Uh, the three point from three yeah. point land and forty five point two percent from the field. Fourth seed. Yeah. Man, man, you, 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 I, I so might I'm have guessed. I'm getting a free bit. drink from you after Friday po- when he gets named, po- right? But yeah, po- possibly, man. Yeah, like yeah, he might get selected ahead of Holiday in, on my team and and, and Trey Young on your team, right? Yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree. With yeah. That. Totally yeah. agree. Well, let's get into the West. I should say before we do the West ones, would I actually didn't consider Anthony Davis and. Um, uh, Devin Booker for my team there. I think, just to be honest, I just missed too many games. I was kind of looking at maybe that 70 to 70 per, uh, 75% of games play. I know yep. probably you could argue that with Zion, but he's obviously already in the team, so we didn't have to pick him. So that was my rationale for not considering um, Booker or Davis. But, yeah, give me your West All-Star Reserves and a couple of snubs as well. Yeah, sure. So for the Reserves, I've got SGA, Ja Moran, DeMontis Sabonis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Laurie Markkinen, obviously, you yeah. know, ha- ha- agree with all those so far. Yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr., absolutely killing it, man. You know, 16 and seven, three and a half blocks a game on a team that's doing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had uh Lillard and De'Aaron Fox as my mm-hmm. uh, as my seven. Is that close okay. to yours? Or? We had one difference, so that's pretty surprising. So I didn't have Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, look. 
again, he's probably a good chance, isn't he? I think you could also make that same argument for someone like Aaron Gordon. You know, they've been the best two teams in the West there. But, yeah, I'm surprised we're so close to them. I actually thought, you know, putting Darren Fox there was maybe a bit of a surprise there. So, interesting we've done the same. Your boy, SGA, like, absolute lock. He may be the yeah, first one sure. chosen on that for team, sure, I reckon. For sure. um, and I think, look, having two Sacramento Kings is pretty amazing, isn't it, if they do make yep. it? Um, Larry Bird, would you say Larry Bird's a lock to make it? He's a lock, man. If he's, he's not a lock, lock come on, man. He's killing yeah. it. And his team's doing... This the, uh, they're supposed to be the worst team in the in the league potentially, yeah, and they're they're in a play, in the chance of the play in, you know. Right. And look, I picked um, Dame as well. Obviously, had that massive game the other day. Any concerns about their record there, Woods? You know, they're about three games under five hundred at the time yeah. of doing that. So that would probably be the lowest um, ranked person, maybe along yeah. with Siakam, that we'd make it. But I, I mean, I hope he does personally. But you just yeah, I, th- I think he'll get in, there. man. Like you know, he stayed relatively healthy this year. He's put up good numbers. Yeah. The team started off really well, actually. Do you know what I mean? And just a fall off lately. They don't have a strong roster, so they're still punching probably above their weight slightly, right? Yeah, more no, than what I thought call. they would do, right? So, yeah. yeah Colin, what about your snubs for the West before I give mine? Yeah, so my snubs for the West are um, Paul George, uh, Aaron Gordon, mm-hmm. and Anthony Edwards, right? I mean, Ant Edwards has started to take thought this, about Ant Edwards, yeah. He yep. started to take this team and, and make it his own. You know, after some mm-hmm. uh, questionable attitude problems earlier in the season, since Carl Anthony Towns has left, actually yep. they look a lot better. You know, in fact, Rudy Gobert's playing a lot better. You know, Russell and, and Edwards are looking like they're coexisting. That's coinciding with Minnesota moving up the, the, the Western Conference standings. We'll get into that yep. a little bit later, I'm sure. But yeah, um, I really felt harsh leaving him out, but he was... Literally on the precipice there, for me, it was between um, uh, pretty much Jaron Jackson Jr. Yep. and Anthony Edwards. And I thought, Jaron Jackson yeah. Jr., you've got to award him for staying healthy and putting up those numbers. So. Funny enough, I didn't yeah. even have Jaron Jackson Jr. in my snubs list. He's certainly right. someone I thought about. I didn't sort of have him. So I'll just recap mine. As I said, six of the same seven as yours, which I'm surprised yep. about. So that being Sabonis, Markinen, Ja Morant, Dame, SGA and De'Aaron Fox. So the one that I had instead of Jaron Jackson was I had Paul George making it there. So okay, right, I think yeah. the Clippers are playing pretty good ball. I think he's yeah. definitely been their best player. He actually plays more than two games a week, unlike the other superstar on that team. So, yeah, I think Paul uh, George is well-deserving. I think he probably will make it. I think he's one of those players that I think, um, you know, coaches and everyone else like that will vote in. Um, I had three snubs. So um, two of the ones that you had, I had Aaron Gordon and Ant Edwards. Um Look, Aaron Gordon's numbers don't jump off the, the no. charts there, do they? But he's been, you know, been certainly great. probably, well, I'd say the second best player on the, the yeah. best team in the West. You know, Jamal Murray's been a bit up and down there. Yeah. Really like the way he's played. I think he works great with um, with the Joker there as well. So everything you said with, with Anthony Edwards, I agree. Um, the other one I had on mine was CJ McCollum. So he was my last sort of snub there. Injuries so, as well, man, you know? Injuries as well, but he has played a majority yeah. of games. I think sometimes yeah. with CJ, I'd like to see him just fill up the box score a little bit more than he does. Um, you see some games where he might sort of get... 25 points, and then he'll get, you know, two rebounds and two assists or something like that. So I'd like to see him just contribute a little bit more there. But, no, that was a good exercise doing that, wasn't it, Woods? I'm surprised how similar we were there. So, as I said, we had one different in the West and two yep. different in the East. Um, and our, our snubs were pretty similar as well. So, I'll be watching with interest on Friday to see what these teams end up. Um, but, yeah, I, as I said, very um, – Almost positive we'll see Darius Garland named in that team. Yeah, what, who am I kidding as well? Like, I don't think Trey's the sort of person that's probably that popular coach, so he probably won't make it. Drew Holiday, like, man, I feel for that guy, right? He's um, He probably deserves to make it, and he's certainly the second-best player on that team there. We know Boston are going to have two players. I just don't know whether he will make it there. One thing about Drew Holiday Woods, I actually think his defense is dropping off a little bit. I've seen a few games this year where he's been cooked by opposition point guards. Like, 
three, maybe three or four different games that I've yep. watched him this year where he's getting he's getting lit up by the other team's you know, point guard, which surprises me there. So obviously he's getting a bit older now, but for sure, yeah, yeah. No, that was fun doing that. So anyway, probably this is more fun than the actual game part, right? When you know, definitely, you know, how that's yeah. actually going to be. So I look forward to doing. I'll watch all the events, man. You know, hopefully yeah. the Who's the dunk contest this year? Has that been announced? I'm not sure. Aaron Gordon said he'd go in it if he got named to the All-Star team, so that would be interesting. <laughs> Got to love that he wears number 50, by the way, because he, yeah. he thought he should have got 50 in that dunk. That's just such an effort. <laughs> yeah, that's right there. So, um, I know they did name the Rising Stars um, today, and I know yeah, Josh Giddy was named in that. And yep. Our boy, AJ Griffin, I should say, Woods, an AJ Griffin um, City Edition Hawks jersey arrived in the mail today. So awesome, really man. That one. Really yeah. nice colours on those City Edition Peach ones there. So, All right, let's get into some quick hits, though. Um, yep. All right, I thought we might start off with a little bit of the NBA this week, Woods. So I want to just yep. um, talk a little bit about the Western Conference there. I've just sort of um, been thinking how even it is with the teams in the Western Conference. So Correct. now we're well over halfway of the season. Uh, there's only about two wins separating the Kings in third place and the Jazz in 10th place, which is pretty remarkable there. Um, obviously, we can see the the Blazers. Um, oh, and obviously, yeah, the Thunder, Blazers and Lakers are only a couple of wins behind the Jazz as well. So Denver and Memphis have built a really handy lead at the top. But um, sure. tell me who you think might fill out those spots from three to six and avoid the playing tournament when the regular season's done. Yeah, sure. So I put a lot of thought into this. As you said, it's it's a huge logjam from you know Portland down, Portland and the Lakers at twelve and thirteen, all the way up to the Kings at twenty eight. You know, yeah, it could go anyway. But I just think that um, there's still a good thirty thirty plus games to go. So there could be a lot of um, shuffling in 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 positions between yeah. now and and playoff time. So I've gone with the Warriors to come up to number three. Mm-hmm. The Suns to come up to number four. Hopefully, Devin Booker gets healthy in the back half of the season and they start to get it together. They yeah. do have, you know, um, a lot of pedigree in that team, veterans, and, and you know, I think the, they'll they'll figure it a out. A lot of good blokes on that team as well, right? <laughs> Who are you speaking about? Anyone in particular? Mate, half the time. Jock Landell, right? Jock Landell. Yeah, right? Jock Landell. He's a good bloke. Yeah, <laughs> okay, cool. I got the Clippers at five. They're playing good. I think yeah. it must be really frustrating for Coach Tyler to have this you know, as I said, science experiment of a team and, you know, mm. guys not playing together. Reggie Jackson's not playing DNP CDs. He was starting in the study. They just need to get that team together, a proper bunch of guys. And I think yeah. they're starting to do that, as you spoke about earlier. Kawhi's mm. playing a little bit more. Paul George is playing consistently. So I think they'll find a, find their groove and, and get that fifth seed. Yeah. And then at number six, I've got the Pelicans to come back. You know, Zion's coming yes. back. They were, they were at, they were at, they were as up as high as two after 10, 15 games, right? Yeah. And then obviously yeah. Brandon Ingram getting injured, Zion Williamson getting injured, CJ getting injured has really, you know, you know, depleted their stocks and they've suffered, you know, having to play mm. a lot of guys um, from bench roles and starting lineup and things like that. So I think they'll come and find that sixth spot and Dallas will probably just fall out, I'd say, into seven. I like that, Woods. I like you put some, some time into that. I, I agree with most of the stuff you said there. Yeah. I wanted to ask you as well, I don't, don't want you to give me a seven to ten there, but can you see Portland or the Lakers making the, the play-in this year? Because they're both out of it at the moment, but can you yeah. see either of those teams making it? I can see the Lakers making it, definitely, mm. right? 24 and 28 right now. You look at um, yeah. the Pelicans at 26 and 26. They're going to go up. Um, I'm not sure how, if the Timberwolves can keep this up, if the Jazz can keep this up. Yeah, but I probably expect the Lakers to get an eight or seven seed, right? Uh, sorry, yeah. nine or ten seed. Uh, I'd say they both seat. might replace Utah and Minnesota. I tend to agree with that. Um, I like yeah. your theory of New Orleans as well because look, they're obviously sitting tenth at the moment, twenty six and twenty six. But yeah. we've mentioned how close it is. If they 
get Zion back. I still haven't heard the actual ETA for that, but get him back and start playing good ball. That can definitely so with Zion starting, which is, which is a ridiculous pick, by the way, pay 29 mm. games, picked as the starter, right? Yeah. Ridiculous, yeah. right? Just, just yeah. ridiculous. Okay. That's another story, but um, <laughs> he might get replaced into that starting lineup and there might be a, a room for one of those snubs we mentioned um, in the Western who would, Conference. Who right? would replace him? Larry Bird or, or Big Head Sabonis? Who would get in there? Uh, probably Sabonis, man. He's yeah. been there a few years before and uh, yeah. you know, he's really put that team on his back. He's now a bona fide star. You know, I wouldn't say a superstar, yeah. but you know what? Three, three-time three NBA not, All-Star. Not far right? off, is Three-time yeah. All-Star, I think it would be. Uh, at least yeah, two-time. Could be, could be at right. least yeah. two-time. Yeah. yeah. Right, so. Really like the way that guy plays as well. He's um he's someone that I probably need to buy his jersey, actually, next time yeah. I'm doing a jersey. For sure. There, I've, got a, I've got his dad's jersey. Oh, nice, nice. Big Arvidas. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? And it's funny because a lot of people have always sort of thought traditionally that All-Star game is about the halfway mark of the yep. season. Well, like we're up to nearly 50 games at yeah. the moment. The All-Star game's not for what, three, no, two and a half weeks or something like that. So teams are going to be up sort of the 55, 60 sort of games yep. um, bracket there, yep. which is, is strange, isn't it? I'm not quite sure. It does seem to be a little bit later than normal. I know the they've pushed the Super Bowl back. I know they don't like to sort of interfere with that now. It does seem a bit later. But, yeah, a lot harder to pick than the East. I think the East, you can kind of get a, a bit of an indication of where things are going. There's a lot of teams already under 500 that are in, still in playing contention there, but the West is just yep. so tight there. So I uh, appreciate that one there. And you know what I'm well, looking forward to? It? That, hmm. that, that time of the season when the NBL finishes is when you can really focus your attention towards the NBA fully. And yeah. it's going to be a really and, and NBL one, of course. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course, both yeah. NBL one and 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 NBA. So, um, being yeah. able to pay full attention to that that it's going to be an exciting one to to decide the top ten. So, looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, good stuff, Woods. Well, look, let's finish off this quick hit segment with a little WNBL, right? Um, sure. So, look, I know you were away sort of last week, so you haven't seen probably as much as you'd normally see, but just wanted to sort of um, yep. mention, we previously said, I think a couple of uh, maybe episodes ago, we thought it would be likely that the champion this season would come out of Melbourne. Um, just wanted to yeah, call out the did. recent play by both... Out of Victoria, we said, yeah. We did, sorry, Victoria, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so but... I just wanted to talk about the play of Townsville and Perth lately. Um, I think they've shown that it is a legit five-horse race for the title this year. I mean, Perth yep. have won seven in a row. Townsville have just strengthened their team again um, today, and playing really good ball at the moment. So just wanted to get your thoughts on Perth there, Woods. Sure. They completed an impressive road double this week, beating Bendigo by four, and following that up on Sunday with a nine-point win over the Boomers without Sammy Wickham. Um, tell me how impressive Perth have been of late and how far right. do you think this team can go? I mean, as you said, beating both the Boomers and the Spirit, two championship contenders, show that they mean business, right? Yeah. And uh, seven wins on the bounce, as you mentioned. You know, they're the form team of the competition. Uh, a great organization with a winning culture. I mean, they went all yeah. the way to the finals last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and look, this team is going to go as far as their captain, you know, Sammy Whitcomb takes them. You, you mentioned her name earlier. I think she was out for one of those games and they still managed Same to get the guy. W, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she's a she's a she's that leader on and off the floor. And um, uh, to be fair, like, no one would want to play them if they sneak into the playoffs. If they, if they sneak in that top four, no one would want to be, you know, going up against a team that's got that momentum and having that, um, you know, strong run heading into the postseason. In fact, they're just 14 and 9 now, and Townsville are, are, are 14 and 10. So not far off the yeah. pace at all, right? One game it's back of Townsville. Seven right? wins in a row is no joke, right? No, nah, no joke. Um, in fact, speaking of Townsville, uh, you mm. just mentioned it. There's some big news coming out of far, far North Queensland. Am I right, Robbie? There is. And look, before we get into that, we should say at the time of recording, it's Wednesday, the 1st of February. And we've yep. got a big WNBL game coming up tonight with um, Townsville playing Perth. So the team's yep. just mentioning there. So that could have real finals implications that game yep. there. So, yeah, the news was official. I think it was 
I mean, spoken a little bit about yesterday, certainly made official today that um, Shyla Hill has signed with Townsville, or I should say re-signed and gone back to where she was previously um, for the rest of the season. So I believe she needs to play a third of these games um, in order to qualify for the finals, um, which is going to be seven games. They've got exactly seven games left. So she's been cleared to, to play. She's in Perth at the moment and apparently playing tonight. So huge news, right? Man, huge. I mean, just two weeks ago, we were talking about the debacle at Sydney with the Hills. Um, and for for Townsville, to, so they just parted ways with us, Sydney. Obviously, just uh, mutual mutually agreed uh, to part ways, correct? Yeah, and I believe look, Shane Hill's still being very quiet. I know there's been a lot of reports him saying, look, he can't answer stuff at the moment. Things are in the hands of like lawyers and other things like that. So I'm sure the story will eventually come out here. Clearly, he's not going to be going back. I believe Shelley Gorman will will take over the the flames for the rest of the season. But yeah, when do you ever see something like this happening? Right, a superstar yeah. of the game sort of falling out with the team and then going to a rival team so there so yeah very interesting isn't it yeah very very interesting um yeah i mean it, it's going to help townsville in their in their push for a playoff spot in fact it says here townsville 14 and 10 right links 14 and 9 but townsville a third and links a fifth that doesn't make sense does it yeah not sure of that i, I actually know, thought I Perth were a few games down on some of the other teams there but yeah, yeah. i'm not sure how exactly that sort of worked out there but yeah i mean certainly townsville's championship odds will, will be reduced um they'll you know the odds will be going down a bit after making the signing here and look of course she's someone that knows a lot of the players on that team you know playing their last season i'm sure she'll do work very well with you know with our girl lauren nicholson as well and, and form a pretty um strong sort of combo there so yeah very excited it's going to be a really good game tonight so obviously by the time people listen to this that game yeah. would have already been played but yeah hopefully it was a good one there and yeah it certainly adds a lot more spice to this um, already exciting WNBL season surely if, if, if perth win today against townsville they should jump them on the ladder right so yeah and that'd be huge yeah. that'd be the first yeah. time that should yeah. be in the four all season there so all right, appreciate that, Woods. Well, um, let's get on to some NBL. I believe it's like kind of a big round coming up. Is that right? Did I did I read that right? Biggest so, round of the year. We talked about the huge, how exciting it? things are getting in the Western Conference. Uh, yeah, doesn't even it, it compared to how exciting things are going to get in the final. So push. this is of course the last regular season round, round eighteen. Um, yeah. and look, just wanted to ask before we get into this week's round, Woods. Again, I know you've been away for a bit, but who sort of impressed you in that round seventeen, and who would you consider maybe had the most disappointing week? Yeah, I've actually got a ch- had a chance to watch most of the games, even while I was away in my hotel room. So it was, it was mm. great. Um, look, Cairns, man, you know, they were locked in for that number two seed, right? Yeah. Not having to worry about the play-in. Um, and they've dropped three out of their last four games. Very easy uh, games they could have easily won. They they really, you know... Shaky against, against Brisbane as well, right? Shaky against Brisbane. Blew it against Adelaide the other night when they were up by 10 going in. Mm. You know, they were, they were on a roll. Every time they got up by 10, they, they lost the lead and black playing um, defense. And Taj McCall had one of his hectic turnover games, which you never want to see, right? You know, he's as great as he is, he does yeah. have those games. And um, Shannon Scott's been a bit, you know, he's been missing. So, I mean, they're just very shaky, man. So, it pretty much comes down to Cairns um, having to beat your boys, Perth, mm-hmm. um, and then hoping that um, New Zealand don't beat both Illawarra and Brisbane. Which well, New Zealand's probably... got, got a really good percentage already, right? So if they were to finish level, New Zealand's like got one of the better yeah. percentages. They've had some big wins this year. So, yeah, I agree. That was a, a really big one for them to drop on Monday against Adelaide, wasn't it? A team that sort of, I guess, is still mathematically a chance. You see all the equations this week, you know, all these different things need to happen. It's not going to happen, let's face it, for them to, yeah. to make it there. But who sort of, that was obviously your disappointment team. Who sort of impressed you the most of the round and maybe sort of, you know, 
that you weren't expecting, or maybe that's really locked up a final spot now. Probably t- um, the uh, Tasmania for me, I'd say. Yeah, um, despite going one on one, I'd say New Zealand have played really strong of late. You know, they yeah. they had a four or five game losing streak, and they were looking at potentially even going into fifth or sixth place. You know, everything was so tight, but they've really yeah. strung together four or five really good games lately. Going to Sydney, winning. Um, and and now are challenging to go back to that second spot. So really impressed because they've lacked a few um, reps. Obviously, they missed a lot of time with everything with the COVID issues in their country, losing yeah. um, you know Brown, um, and and they finally got got some momentum. And um, well, they're healthy uh, at the right back. time now, aren't they? Yeah. All those guys tend to yeah. be back and inform everything like that. Yeah. You know, BMW is looking good. You know, Brown yeah. has had some really good you know, games the last few weeks. Yeah. Right on, oh, right it's on. Just consistent every game, isn't he? So, yeah. Yeah, they're probably, um, I mean, look, probably if I was having to call a final series now, I'd say Sydney against New Zealand. They seem to be the best two teams. Possibly. I think yeah. you never know with this format now. Um, well, let's get into to this roundwood. So, yeah, as I said, mentioned it's a, a big round. There's seven games over four days, so a bit of a condensed round there. Um, so we'll sort of talk about it a little bit. And maybe while we're sort of talking about these games, we can both sort of make a prediction about who that other team is that will yes. drop out of the, of the six there. You're not going to like what I say. No, I know who it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, well, look, I should say, um, you know, in terms of uh, the Wildcats playing Cairns there, um, the Wildcats do have a pretty good record against um, Cairns they traditionally they there. Do. But they yeah, do. we saw the Wildcats have this last year where they needed that last game to, to win to make the um, I'm saying deja four, vu, maybe. bro. Deja vu here, bro. You could yeah. be right. All right, All right. Let's start off. So the first game tomorrow, so there's been actually a few nights off, which is, is, is um, strange with the way it's been lately. But yep. we've got Illawarra against New Zealand there. Um, you can't see New Zealand dropping that one, can you? No. I mean... The thing is, Illawarra did go into New Zealand and win last time. Yeah. With that, with that, you know, half court shot from Tyler Harvey. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be buoyed a little bit, you know. Um, Sam Froling might be buoyed a little bit, you know, doing it a little bit for his brother after everything that's going on recently. So they yeah. might find his extra little bit of. Um, Justin Robinson's actually resigned for next year. You see yeah, that, that was right? good so, news. Good yeah. to say that, wasn't it? And I should say as well, Woods, there's one team that's obviously not featured on this slide here, and that's South East Melbourne. They actually completed their yep. regular season yep. last week, which 15 is a little, and bit a, yep. little bit of a quirk in the system there, isn't it? They finished yep. there, so they're kind of just waiting back and, and seeing what happens there. I think they'll, they will make it. But um, All right, so yep. the second game, we've got Adelaide against Sydney. So I'll talk about that one. Um, look, Adelaide's played okay against Sydney, I think, in previous games this year, and they've still mathematically a chance, but... I think Sydney's too a professional team, and Sydney's got the old doomsday double this weekend, which is a tough way to finish. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that last game of the weekend there against Perth, but yeah, I'll say Sydney will be too strong in that game there. Yeah. Um, and then, then we've got this big game on Friday night, right? So this is the one for me that's going to be big. So we've got Perth taking on Cairns there. Um, yeah. I think if Perth lose this one, I, I'd say it's curtains for them. I, I don't expect it. They'll probably, you know... Um, they, they probably beat the Kings despite beating them recently. And we're not sure how many um, players the Kings will play. I think the Kings don't like Perth, so they'll probably play the full team. Knowing they've got a full week off, I think they'll probably use that as their rest week. But what's your quick tip on that one, Woods, Perth and Cairns? Could go either way, man. Coin flip. Cairns really, really have something to play for. They want to get that number two seed, right? Mm-hmm. And the only chance they've got of getting that number two seed is beating Perth, even though that head-to-head record is terrible. In fact, Perth have blown out Cairns in both games this year. Yeah. In Cairns, right? So... So you're um, saying, though, Perth are going to miss out, right? I'm going to say Melbourne, right? That's going to be who I say drop out. Um, yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think I, Perth will drop out. I think if Perth can win that Cairns game, they'll go through. But yeah. the coin flip but, for me. I'm going to say Perth probably. I'm going to be watching the games with this calculator, I think, in my hand. I think that's what I need there. Because yeah. if they come down, I think there's like 12 points difference between Perth and Melbourne in hey. terms of actual points there. So... Whatever you want to call it, Perth have left themselves to beat the number one and number two seed in the NBL to get into the playoffs. Mate, that's not... Tough. 
they they've made it tough for themselves, man. You know, so yeah. and also, would you say I'm right? By the way, what's something I've been talking about all year? You don't play these stupid American games and not shoot the ball at the end of the season. This is going to come into play. You know, these crucial shots at the end of games when games are decided. You know, getting a sneaky three on the buzzer, getting a sneaky lap on the buzzer. This could be the make or, or difference between a team making the playoffs. So clearly, I was right on that one, right? Yeah, I think they should change the rule completely. Like, that shouldn't yeah. make a difference. Well, that's it. It's playing to the rule. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if it wasn't yeah, a percentage yeah. thing, then there'd be an etiquette thing there. But this shows you why yeah. you just got no, to play no, fair, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then we've got Illawarra um, backing up with another home game playing Tazzy there. Um, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I mean, but Illawarra is going to be tough in both games. I mean, I can't see them winning either against New Zealand or Tasmania. But their last two home games of the season, um, last two games of the season, both at home. Um, yeah. So they're going to be they're going to be competitive. But, yeah, yeah Tasmania. So that next one. I've got to say, New Zealand's last weekend is like the, the polar opposite of the Wildcats there. They're playing the bottom two teams. So, yeah, I'll yeah. say New Zealand will win that one pretty, pretty comfortably against Brisbane. But Brisbane have been playing a little bit better. Brisbane are playing better and at home as well. They've got a few well. people out, though, don't they? Kadee finally missed a game last week. You know, Tanner yeah. Krebs has been in and out. Um, that import they got is absolutely terrible. So, yeah, Andrew White. I don't think, yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing him in the NBL anymore. But, um, all right, so we've got two games to go. So, Melbourne, who seem to have been off quite a while now, playing against Adelaide. That's still a pretty big. Big game in the grand scheme of things. What's your, your thoughts on that one? So if Perth lose both games, right? Yeah. And Adelaide win against Sydney, they've mathematically got a chance of making it into the top six still if they beat Melbourne, right? So that would be... A, uh, all these permutations have to come. So I think Adelaide have to have a big win in one of those two if they are to win it. So either against Melbourne or against Sydney, they have to have like a 20-point win there. So it seems unlikely, but you never know, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Look, if Adelaide are out of it by that time, I would say, like, you know, pay, play your Kai Sotos, you know, give your yeah. younger guys a bit of a run, you know, your Hiram Harris's, et cetera, yeah. um, and Melbourne should take it out. I mean, either way, I think Melbourne should take it out, yeah. Nah, fair enough. And, look, it's almost fitting the very last game of the season sees yeah. our teams going head-to-head there. Look, we saw them play pretty recently on the, the Friday night game a couple of weeks ago. Perth with a very impressive win in that game there. Really high stakes for this one. Um, I Definitely. think, you know, Sydney certainly don't have as much to play for. But like I said, given they're going to have a week off with that playing tournament there, I, I do expect them to take a full team there and obviously, you know, play pretty competitively there. So I think that's a coin toss game, that one. And Yeah, what an exciting round. I'm sort of almost nervous just even thinking about this Woods just yeah. to see whether, you know, look, Perth just missed out last year when it was a top four. They've made them, given them an extra chance and made a top six this year. And yep. there's still a chance they might miss out. So, yeah, I mean, I think it all starts from, you know, being a Wildcats fan for cheering them home on Friday night, but yeah, really looking forward to, to all the games in this round. It feels like yep. a lot of these games matter, right? They all of them got the easier good. games there, so you can maybe sort of cross out those two, but all the other games are, you know, pretty sort of strong strong games there, so yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, and then we'll find out the, the schedule. I believe there's going to be a FIBA break, I think maybe the second or third week in February there, so not sure exactly how they're going to treat that there, whether they will not have any games. I think it'll be a bit of a Shame to lose momentum there, but I'm expecting the, the NBL playoffs to go probably through to, to mid-March from what I'm hearing at the moment. So it's going to be a reasonably long series with the six teams there. But um, And what's that ruling, Woods? If you, like, say the Wildcats um, do finish sixth, right, and yeah. they get knocked out in the play-in, right, will their record show that they made the playoffs or not? Yes, yes. Is, Liam, Liam was saying that. Liam was saying that. Oh, uh, okay. Because the they, the they talked about that in the NBA, and it doesn't count in the no, NBA, does it? Doesn't. So. The Hawks knocked out Cleveland last year. Cleveland aren't credited with making the playoffs, even though they made the play-in. So, interesting. So, that would be considered... I think the, the NBA should and... change that, too, you know? Yeah, interesting. It's isn't still it? the postseason, right? So, it should yeah. be considered... In fact, looking at these games, they all have... 
they'll all potentially have some sort of impact on, on, yeah, on, on uh, every single be, one of them. So I'll amazing. be glued to the, glued to yeah. the TV all weekend. So looking yeah. forward to that. So no, I appreciate that, Woods. I bet you're glad you came back for this week and you're not going to oh, miss this definitely. last week. How, how good has the NBL, how good has the season been, man? Oh, it's so, been an amazing season. Into I was, I was yeah. maybe a little bit sceptical about the plan at the start of the year, but it really has added so much more excitement, hasn't it? Especially this year with so many strong teams that, you know, it, yep. it's been... All these guys are deserving to have a chance and it's kept interest in the league till the very last round, as we've hey, spoken about. Well, super quickly before we get into a bit of a, a, a segment that a, a lot of our viewers like there. What did you think about sure. these NBL award things coming out this week and, and sort of the, the news that came out that they named these top three in each category before last round? So in such a short season, you sort of, teams like the Wildcats, they had five games to play before they named that. And you saw last week, Cotton went off for 40 and just had one of the best games of the season. Xavier Cook's got a triple-double. Um, why do they need to do that? Why don't, Why couldn't they have like waited until yeah. at least the start of this round or maybe even yeah, the awards are next Tuesday? Why could they not have made the awards, say, next Friday, let this last round play, given it's such a short season, and then made yep. these decisions? I think our good friend Kane Pittman had a, a little bit to say about that, right? In the NBA, yep. when you're playing 82 games, if you miss out mm-hmm. on two or three games, it's so small, right? Yeah. But if you're missing, th- we're playing two, you know, Cam had three games in a round recently. So you might be missing three or four games if you do it two 100%. weeks, right? And yeah. if you think about that, that's one, six, one seventh of the season, right? Yeah. 28, um, four, four games, totally. it's a big it's chunk a big of the chunk. season, right? Which so What about Sam Wardenberg in those three games last weekend, right? He just killed yeah. it for Cairns there. So, you know, he's someone, maybe had they included him, he might have got over the line for that new award. That ridiculous, man. You know, ridiculous. <coughs> They've got to play in and everything. Season. They can do it at the end and announce it after the play-ins, before the finals, before the semi-finals yeah. start, right? Yeah. yeah. No, of course. Yeah. So we'll talk about those award winners once they've been named. But no, I'm sorry, I think we're on the The reason they're doing it is because the awards night is... They want everyone Tuesday. potentially yeah. to stay around. And I don't know if they're having actual guests at the awards night last few years because of COVID. It's been done mm. with no guests, right? But I think they'll yeah. have one of those gala dinners like they used to have and players from all team can, teams can attend. And I hope they do it that way this year. Yeah, possibly so. Yeah. And, that, oh, and they want some stuff. of these guys who are going overseas and stuff, playing in other leagues to be able to attend. So that's that's the yeah. reason behind it, I would say. Yeah, right? fair yeah. cool, yeah. fair cool. All right, well, let's sort of wrap up the show this week with something we haven't done for you know, a week or two. Let's get yep. into some classic packs. What do you got for us this week? Sure thing, man. So I've got 91, 92 hoops, okay? Awesome, yep. I'm saving the 90, 91 hoops for a special episode, you know? That's my favorite special pack, episode right? next week, right? Yep. Yes, yep. yes, yes. All right. Oh, yes. Okay, first one, all right. The first ever captain of the Charlotte Hornets when they were an expansion franchise. This guy is an underrated player, someone that I've liked. I've worn his jersey on the show Kelly. before. Kelly Trapuca, right? Kelly Trapuca. Nice. I think we might have oh. got that card from memory in the past. Well, we, got it, we got it in the 1991 hoops. Oh, okay, yeah, we got oh, it in the nice. one with the silver background. Yeah. Well, you'll be framing that card there, won't uh, you? I love Kelly, man. Yeah. <laughs> and just just, nice. just a little bit of pop, pop, pop quiz here. What's his full mm. name? That's not Kelly. Peter Kelly Trapuca. Peter? Yeah. Wow, okay. Nice. Something I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> um, GM of the Bulls after an uh, illustrious playing career. Both him and his brother played in the NBA. He give hit me, the big shot. John Paxson, right? Shot. Yeah. John Paxson. He was a good player, that's for sure. He was sort of, you know, those those whiteys they bring on, whether it was Steve Kerr or John yeah. Paxson, Judd Buechler, always got yeah, to Kelly Trapuca. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, board from New York, uh, role player, second round pick. Um, sorry for the Cavs, not for New York. 
Um, played alongside Brad Doty, Mark Price. We've had his card before. Rod We're not talking Williams. about Rod Williams. We're talking uh, about... Chucky Brown? Chucky Brown. Brown. That's a nice looking card, that one. Yeah, so we know he's got that... You know, well, he did have the record, I think, before. Um, obviously, Ish Smith were playing with all those teams. I think we have pulled this card before at some stage, but this guy was underrated member of the Detroit Pistons, played on, uh, played for Team USA, represented them at, at World Championships. Joey Michael Dumas. Jordan's eyes, the toughest opponent he's ever gone up against. Some Just might say Michael. a better a better player than a GM, right? Definitely better player than a GM. And <laughs> just watch Michael Jordan's playground and he'll tell you all about Joe Dumas, right? Definitely great player. In terms of the GM, for those that don't know, he was responsible for drafting Darko Milicic over the, the likes of um, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosch. Yeah, well, he also traded for Rashid Wallace at the trade deadline and he did. delivered them a championship, he did. right? Credit right. where credit's due. After, in one of the uh, worst championship series ever when the scores are like 74 to 72. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this guy was a bits and pieces player till he made it to Indiana, okay? And he emerges, where he emerges as one of the league's most improved players in the 91 season, okay? He was a guard, played alongside, you know, all those guys, um, Reggie Miller and and uh, Rick Smiths and co. Uh, second round pick, forty eight. Uh, went to Bailey Bailey University at six foot two. I'm talking about. So I'm not Vern Fleming. Okay, he has a very similar name to MCW. Oh, Michael Williams. Michael. Yeah. Williams. Should have got that. I was a big fan of Michael Williams. Yeah, yeah obviously yeah. made his name a little bit at Minnesota before he went to Indiana. But yeah, he was a very handy player. Love this guy for Miami. Um, had a great rookie year, averaging 12 points a game. Guard forward. Um, went to University of Minnesota. Um, stocky body. Number 34, I'm talking about. Talking Miami, did you say? Yeah, Miami. Terry, Terry Davis? No. All right. 34. All right. Um, a Sydney Kings player's got the same surname as him that was recently on... Um, that point-shaving documentary, you know? Um, oh, Willie Burton. Yeah. Willie the 50-point Burton, club, right? yes. Willie yes. Burton, yeah. Uh, nice. Didn't mind old Willie Burton back in the day. Pride Week is all about, you know, in, in, in the NBL, we're having Pride Week this week, right? One mm-hmm. of the big stories to come out this year in, in, in Pride Week is, uh, this year in the NBL is uh, an ex-Sydney King and... Uh, um, ex ex Adelaide thirty six uh, now Melbourne United player. His yeah. namesake played for the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay? Jay Humphreys. God, Jay Humphreys, scoring machine as well. Nice. You, know? you know, I'm always going to remember the people that wore twenty four woods. Being that's yep. my number twenty four. Yep. Walking bucket. I remember fifteen point two, fifteen point three, eleven point six points a game. Um, coming off the bench a lot of the time, right? So yep. nice. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> What are your favorite little guys of all time? Okay, we've pulled his card so many times. You've worn his jersey on the show. Uh, number 10, this is his New Jersey Nets card. Probably Another the Darren Blaylock pro. card. Wow. Second year as a pro. Third year as a pro. Darren O'Shea Blaylock, Ooh, a.k.a. Like Mookie Blaylock. Mookie, look at that you, old jersey. As that jersey is off the chains, man. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, you don't your your, your Paddy Mills one is similar to that, isn't it? It's a little bit similar, different. That's a bit of a different blue. That one's a bit of a lighter blue. But yep. yeah, we seem to have pulled his cards in nearly every format now, which I'm loving there. So, um, and who did we trade to to get Mookie Woods? 
Um, Romeo Robinson. Romeo Robinson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We pulled, yeah. pulled his card the other day as well. We did. Yeah. Um, okay. This guy is, after Larry Bird, in my opinion, arguably one of the greatest white boys ever to play oh, the John game. John Conkak. No, not, not John Conkak. All I know is Lee Ellis would loved it if I pulled this card because of his slam dunk in the All Star game. Oh, I'm talking Tommy about Chambers. machine, machine, Tommy Chambers, right? Chambers, yeah, we're talking. Um, obviously, for those that listen to the sports blokes, there, you know, they do a great podcast each week. They talk about their top five favorite dunks last week. I was sort of doing a bit of, you know, looking around on YouTube, and that dunk that um, Tom Chambers does over Mark Jackson's got to be included there. He yeah. just hits Jackson and just rises up over the ring. But yeah, yeah very solid player, right, Tom Chambers? Man, unreal player, man. You look at his points yep. he's putting up. 25.3, 25.4, 25.7, 27.2. Putting up 27.2 points per game. Imagine that how good he would have played in today's yeah. fierce athlete. Great mm-hmm. stroke. Oh, my God. He would have yeah. been ridiculous in today's game. Totally and he's still looking really good, Tom Chambers is today, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know Lee Ellis would love that one, right? He would, Okay, yeah. we are talking about the the tough guys, the tough guys from, from the Portland Trailblazers, right? Played alongside this guy, they called him. Buck? They call, yes. Buck Williams. I'm going to yeah. give you a nice clue. clue, clue. Nah, I didn't need another clue there. Look at Buck there with his goggles on. Yeah, he was a... A fierce sort of inside play, great rebounder, wasn't he? I think he had a bit of you know time with the Nets there as well. But yeah, what's his real name? Woods is Bucky's real name or Charles Linwood Williams? Charles Linwood Williams. Okay, and I want to say this out of line, but Buck is still alive. Oh, I'm not sure. We need to check that one. Um, let's see what what Google's telling us there. Buck Williams. Um, yes, he is still alive. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't kill him off woods. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. We're talking about Indiana Pacers. Great coach. Um, who was the coach for Indiana yeah. ninety one? Um, um, he was also head coach of. Uh, he he coached New York in eighty six, eighty seven for twenty games, and Indiana in nineteen ninety one for thirty two games before taking on the job full time this season. Bob Hill. On this. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, we got a Houston Rockets team card. Does that one get ripped off? Or who we got on there first? So we got um I can see Mad Max there. I think I might be Buck Johnson, number one. Kenny the Jet Smith there, Don Shaney the coach, and it came the dream. Yes. I think that's worth keeping that one there with the, yeah, the good that, that's, not, that's, that's not a checklist card. Okay. Also card. Six foot four power forward, six foot four, six foot five, absolute beast. Did he go um, to Auburn University? Sure did. Charles, around no, Charles rebound. Barkley. Yeah, amazing player. Not too bad at practice ones. It's definitely better than some of the more recent ones I've heard. Yeah. Also, Kevin Duckworth, he's the one who passed away, I think. Yeah. Right? So I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Buck and Duck, you know, those two yeah, are together, right? Duck, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that it, is it? No, I've got the oh. coach of that Blazers team. Who am I talking about? Why don't I have a great coaching career? Rick Adelman? Sacram- yep, sure is. Rick Adelman. Yep. Nice. Well, what is this? Is this, this, this the coach's packet, man? Another coach. Another coach. Orlando Jeez. Magic coach. coach. Matt Gukas. Matt Gukas. Yes. Nice. At least I'm on Another te- in this team one. card. We've got a Miami oh, what team card. What is going on here? Who have we got there? So I can see what's that? Sherman Douglas. Sherman Douglas. DJ Ronnie Cycli. 
Yep. A bit hard to see some of the other ones there, but some nice tight shorts going on there. This is a bit random with all the coaches and checklist cards. We've had some good players though in between. Yeah. Okay. Double zero. I wore his uh, jersey on a previous episode. The Chief. The Chief. And uh, Matt McRae would love this. Robert Parrish. Yeah, jeez. Inside stuff. At 38 center, Robert Parrish of the Boston Celtics is the oldest player in the NBA. So and think he... about that, Woods. He's the same age as what LeBron is now. People just consider him just this old man that could barely sort of, you know, run and just was, you know, a role play type guy. And you see what LeBron's doing at the same age. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Well, you think he did end up playing his last season in 97 with the Bulls? Am I right in saying that? Yeah, Maybe? interesting. Yeah. So if he was 38 in 92, man, he must have been 42, 43, 43 yeah. by the time he finished, man. Okay. Good effort. Um... Okay, I just spoke of I just spoke of him. Okay, all star card for Buck Williams is running mate. Kevin Duckworth. Kevin Duckworth. Well, I like those all star jerseys back in the day too. That was when I actually did the proper research. Where rest, 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 rest in peace, in peace to, to Big Duck, to Kevin yeah, sure. Duckworth, right? Sure. Yeah. It's actually not a, not a, not the worst pack. No, it was and interesting. It was better than finally, some of those recent ones. Finally, NBA yearbook class of seventy eight. Okay, mm, um, good year. With 37 players selected ahead of him in the 1978 draft, this player may not have been expected to have such a big impact in the NBA. He's a really well-known point guard for the Sixers, played alongside Dr. J and uh, um, Dr. Duncan Stein. Nah, I think he was a point guard. Maurice Cheeks. Oh, yeah, of course he was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, played for the Hawks was. as well. Yeah, of course he Cheeks. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and well. moved into coaching afterwards. Yep, didn't go too well in the coaching ranks, but no, certainly a good player. Oh, that was a, a decent packet. I like yeah, that one. interesting. Kind of different, but I didn't mind. Did a trip yeah. down memory lane with some of them. Yeah. Right, I appreciate that, Woods. And definitely looking forward to do a special edition of Classic Packs next week as well. So, all right. Well, look, really appreciate it, Woods. Great to have you back. Um, certainly Thanks, missed buddy. you last week. Um, big Wish shout out again to, to my brother, Matt, for filling Thanks, in last Matt. week. He did a great job. Um, so look, just a reminder, as I mentioned at the start of the show, um, please make sure you like, rate, and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, just a reminder, we can be followed on Twitter at throwbackshoops, um, Instagram at throwback.hoops, and email address is throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. Um, Woods, why don't you, you talk to us where people can, can find you and stuff? Thanks to everyone for supporting us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I've noticed there's been a lot more audio downloads lately, so just jump on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Thanks, yep. um, Google Podcasts, um, wherever, and just download the audio if you don't have time to watch the video show. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Got to say, Woods, I told you, I actually upgraded my car stereo today. And the first thing I did with the Spotify was press the button. I said, play latest Throwback Hoops episodes. That was kind of cool. And that might have got us another another uh, listen with that one there. So um, <laughs> now we've got a big episode next week. Do we want to tell the audience who it is or do we want to keep it a secret? What do you reckon? You can make the, you can make the call on this one. I think we tell the audience. All right, let's tell them. All right. So um, you may mention we just did classic packs then. We've certainly not been shy on who we borrowed that idea from, someone that Woody and I both really admire in Lee Ellis of the Starters and No Dunks fame there. He's actually off doing his own thing. So Lee's been And the Basketball Jones, bro. And Basketball Jones back in the day, of course. And, um, yeah, Lee's been really gracious and agreed to to come on the show next week. So we're just trying to work out a bit of a time. We know he's obviously in Europe at the moment, trying to find a time that can sort of suit, you know, the three of us there. But, yeah, Yeah. we're absolutely thrilled to have Lee on. We're going to certainly talk a little bit about his career, how he got into sort of the game and, you know, all the stuff he did in America and, of course, what he's doing now. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit of some Aussies in the NBA, get Lee's opinion yeah. on that. 
And of course, we're going to finish off with a classic pack. So Hell yeah. The pressure's on you this uh, next week, Woods. Also, you could say it's on me trying to outdo um, yeah. Lee, the walking encyclopedia. So I think I might have a pretty even match. That's why I was like, man, let me give some clues today. You just jumped yeah. in and gave me the answer straight away. I was trying to uh, practice sorry. for next sorry. week, man. You know? Okay, true, true. Yeah. Well, no, I just want to shout it out. You know? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, awesome. Well, look, really enjoyed doing it again. Make sure you, you get out and support the games this week. We've got a big round of WNBL yep. and an even bigger round of NBL. So get out and support your team. And, um, can't wait to do it all again next week. It's a big peace out. Thanks for having me.